Hello and welcome to All There Is. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate you listening. We are here to witness the spectrum of human experience. And I know you know this, but I'm going to state the obvious. Part of the human experience is aging, getting older, death, mortality, right? It's not something we like to talk about. It's not something that we're comfortable exploring, especially in this American culture of ours. We're very hyper-focused on youth, and we do everything that we can to stay young-looking, and we sort of fool ourselves into thinking that if we look young, then people will think we are young, which always kind of cracks me up because it really doesn't change your natural age at all. It doesn't really extend your life, and... You know, the people who really know you already know how old you are. So it's it's kind of comical and ironic that we spend all this money and time and energy to keep ourselves looking as young as possible. And I do it, too. So I'm not no judgment. I I do the same thing to a certain extent. But it's something that I always think about. Like, why do we do this? It's sort of ridiculous. But anyway, I know for me, this is a topic I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I'm sure it's because I'm getting older, my parents are getting older, my dad just turned 80, and he's he's healthy, he's in great shape. But I can't believe I have a dad who's 80. And so there's, there's part of me that I'm watching my parents get older, and I know that it's an honor to be able to watch my parents get older, right? It's a luxury to have my parents in their 80s. I know people who've lost their parents at a much younger age. And so I don't complain about it. I don't talk smack about it. I feel really blessed and lucky to have my parents in my life and to be able to watch them get older. And yet at the same time, I worry about it. I stress out about it. I lose sleep over it. And I dread the day they're not in my life anymore. And, you know, I get emotional just thinking about it here and talking about it with you on this podcast. And I know a lot of you can relate to this. There's this underlying dread in my gut that knows I'm going to lose them at some point. And I never want to be in this world without them. And I know I'm going to be someday. But anyway, that's part of it. The flip side of it is, I don't know if you noticed when I said, I can't believe I have a dad who's 80. So the flip side of it is not so much about my parents. It's about me. What does it mean if I have a dad that's 80? Oh my gosh, how old does that mean I am? That means I'm getting older. If they're no longer in their 50s and 60s, that must mean I am. So there's also this selfish part of it, like, holy cow. My parents are that old, then I'm old. And uh, that is also very sobering. And so it's just a really interesting dynamic. It's a really interesting thing to try to wrap your head around. I am super grateful for every minute of my life. I'm not one of those people who lies about my age. I don't complain on my birthdays. I know how lucky I am to be healthy and alive at this point, and so many people get robbed of growing older. So I respect that too, and I want to respect that and appreciate that. And so, you know, we have to kind of strike this balance of being really grateful and appreciative that we're still here on this earth and also deal with the holy shit, I'm getting old and time is running out, and how to wrap our heads around that and make peace with it. Right? I think if you've listened to any of these episodes, you know I'm I'm always trying to make peace with these conflicting thoughts and feelings in my head. And aging and death and dying is all part of that. 
In that vein, I am going to spend a few episodes talking about aging and getting older and just trying to make sense of all of that and to share it with you. And, you know, like I said, I know you can relate because we're all in the same boat, right? The bane of the human existence, all must live, all must die. So I know this is a universal theme. So I hope you enjoy this episode today and we'll tune in for the ones to come. In today's episode, which is called And So Went My Youth, I'm going to share an essay. And this essay was born from a writing exercise a few years ago in a class at the Downtown Writers Center in Syracuse, New York. And we were given a prompt to write about things we lost. That was the genesis of this particular essay. It was published in 2019 in an anthology called The Gilded Pen, which is published every year by the San Diego Writers and Editors Guild. And I'm just going to share it with you today in the hopes that it resonates with you. And so went my youth. Have you seen my youth? She was last seen wearing skinny jeans, a t-shirt with no bra, and flat shoes. She has a full head of hair before the hundreds of thousands of strands were lost on the bathroom floor, the color still a natural shade of brownish blonde. She escaped when I wasn't looking, like my virginity so many years ago, when too many beers loosened my grip, and it slipped through my fingers in an instant, lost to some boy on a night I barely remember, surprised it was that easy. The money in my 401k disappeared a few years ago while I was sleeping. I've watched the blackjack dealer scoop up my chips with grace and ambivalence. I've pulled the arm at the 25-cent slot. The machine threw me a party as my money disappeared with the lucky sevens, diamonds, and hearts rolling and flashing to innocent melodies. The down payment on my condo may never be seen again, despite my in-depth analysis and number crunching of interest rates and real estate values. But there wasn't a formula or spreadsheet that would tell me that in two years the real estate bubble would burst and values would crash, bottom out to their lowest in 20 years. I didn't calculate that we wouldn't flip it fast enough, and in the blink of an eye, we would have a condo in Florida gathering dust worth half of what we owed the bank. There were no red flag warnings to tell us that we would have to hold on to this condo and wait for the value to climb back to pre-bubble levels and that no one knew how long this would take. There was no analysis that told me that 10 years after that, our marriage bubble would burst and crash, bottom out, and that after all the dividing of assets and the painful, tortured, disjoining of our lives, this condo in Florida would be the only thing left in both our names, still waiting for the market to recover, so we could sell at that profit we were promised so long ago and go our separate ways. I lost my faith once, blaming God for a heartbreak he didn't cause, but let happen on his watch. We didn't speak for months, which turned into years, and was sure I'd never find it again. It turned up one day as suddenly as it left, and I realized he was never gone. Some things fade slowly from our sight, like the water tower outside my bedroom window. This tower told the name of the factory that was once here, with fresh, dark letters painted on its battleship gray torso. 
The tower stood guard on strong legs while the workers came every morning and punched their card, forging things we no longer use, leaving their sweat on the factory floor, waiting for the whistle to end the day, while the sun and the rain and the snow and the wind and the days wore the letters on the tower down to a ghost of what they once were. And so went my youth. That's the essay. And like I said, I I hope it resonated with you. I know that one of the reasons we avoid thinking about aging and we think of why we avoid thinking about our parents aging is because with aging comes loss, right? With aging comes a loss of the ability to do things we used to be able to do. You know, we lose the way we used to look. We lose the way our body used to function and some of the skills we were able to do, right? I can't run as fast as I used to be able to run. And at some point, I won't be able to run at all. You know, sometimes we think our brain doesn't function the way that it used to and we're too old to learn new things or to go back to school or we also lose seasons in our life, right? Like aging reminds us that what once was is no longer, That period of time when our kids were toddlers and little and living in our house where we were all gathered around the dinner table, those times are over. They're gone, right? And that time in our 20s when we were carefree and didn't have any responsibilities and we can get in our car and drive or we could stay out super late and we had no one to answer to and we had all that freedom and possibility and potential in front of us. And when we're reminded of our aging, we were reminded once again that those days are gone. We've lost that. We had our turn. We had our turn at our 20s. We had our turn at our 30s. We had our turn at our 40s. And so aging, we've tied aging to loss. And I think we focus so much on the loss that we don't appreciate what we gain when we age. I do think we gain a lot of things, right? We gain experience, we gain wisdom, we gain confidence, we gain um, money, right? Typically, you're a little better off than you were in your 20s and 30s when you get into your 50s. Not always, but you're more stable, you're educated, you've made your way in the world, you've survived. We've built resilience and armor and strength, and we're not as freaked out by what's happening around us or in the world, right? And we've built lasting relationships with deep roots, and um, we've learned more about ourselves than we ever thought we would. So all these things are positive things about getting older, positive things about aging that we don't, we also don't spend a lot of time thinking about. I think sometimes we just prefer to deny the whole thing. But anyway, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you enjoyed it. And next week, we're going to continue on this topic of aging. And every second that we have on this earth is important. So thank you for sharing this time with me. I appreciate it. As always, you can go to kellybargabas.com slash podcast. You can listen to past episodes. You can find me on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts can be found. And if you are so inclined, please share this with your friends. And until we meet again, take care.